This is an ABC podcast. Hello, we're back. Surprise. Weren't expecting us in the middle of the week, were you? Just about everyone we know is doing it tough at work at the moment, so we're giving you some hump day help. Each Wednesday, we'll bring you bits and bobs we find interesting to help you navigate work in these stressful times. Our show this week was all about failure, so we'd like you to hear about an epic $800,000 fail. With me is investor Rowan McGinley-Knox. Welcome to This Working Life. Thanks, Lise. Now, they say never work with animals, children, and in your case, friends of friends. So what happened? So what happened was he was a young designer. He had perfect fashion credentials from one of the best London fashion schools. And we were asked just to help out with the business side. We initially said we definitely wouldn't put capital in because we didn't know about the space at all. Mm -hmm. So initially we got him a meeting at Barney's, which then led to a sale of his collection. And that's a big... That's a huge thing. The only other brand to have ever done that was Proenzia Schuller, who's still a huge luxury brand. So we suddenly thought, actually, this business could be quite viable. So it all sounds good so far. It, it, it did sound good. Uh, he did that first sale. We got excited about it. And then we, we started to put in some capital as well as our time. And then what happened? We started to notice uh, a few issues. And by issues, I mean large red flags. I'd flown from Australia because we had an extraordinarily important meeting with someone who's considered to be a tastemaker for the North American retail market. Wow. So very, very important person. If you get her vote, you're, you can scale, you're, you're up and away. So I'd literally flown from Australia to New York, arrived to the meeting half an hour before. Our young designer, who was literally coming 10 blocks away from his apartment, was an hour and a half late for an extraordinarily influential person. You can imagine our mortification. Uh, What was his story around that? So his reason for that is that there'd been a party at his apartment, which he'd not attended, and uh, he'd gone to bed at five and the meeting was at eight and he just slept in. Ah. And the issue with these meetings in the fashion industry is you have a model because they actually walk in the clothes so the buyer can feel the clothes, see how they look on a body. And so the model was there. Yes. Clothes were not there. Oh, so even the clothes weren't there? No, because he had the clothes. And so what was that moment like when you were sitting there thinking, where is this guy? And we're sitting here as investors looking not very good. Look, it was mortifying on many counts. Um, It was that moment when we all realised he wasn't going to make it. So did you cut him off at that point, Ro? No, Lise, we didn't. We decided to just keep going because we thought maybe if we did some coaching of him, um, maybe some of these little flaws we are seeing would go away. And like the gambler, we just kept putting money in and time in. Why? Do you think you kept on investing in him? We became too emotional in the business and we also fell into the greatest trap of all, which is we've already put huge amounts of money in and huge amount of time. So while we had a portfolio of investments, his was the one that we spent a huge amount of time on. And so we thought, you know, the business is going to turn around. We've already put in all this money and all this time. If we get out, we've lost all of that. So we want to learn from your mistakes. Give us your top tips for what you learned and how that has changed the way you approach things now. 
Um, I think the first one, which we, we started with, is don't invest in the friend of a friend because you don't get any benefits of the friendship. So you don't have any trust. You don't know them particularly well, but you still think that you should protect them. So when you want to be the business shark that you need to be, you actually are not able to do that. The second one is do not invest in a business where it's around one person. So in our case, the issue was the buyers only wanted his vision. So we couldn't even get another designer to take over the brand and I couldn't get in there and sew the clothes. Last tip. You've got to know when to get out. Yeah, this idea of not throwing good money after bad. Exactly. And we'd heard that a lot. But when it came to the point, it's extraordinarily hard to say to yourself, I've lost that time and I've lost that money. And we ended up losing about 600000 US. You've got to realise that you're just going to keep putting money in and you won't get any of it back. And it's going to be more, not less. Hmm. So never work with friends of friends. Noted. And don't forget next week we start our four-part series, Performing in a Pandemic. We get expert advice on what to eat and what not to eat for your brain to work at its best. We hear some inspiring routines and productivity tips and most importantly, learn how not to burn out. I'm Lisa Leong. Until next week, keep working.